0: Well, church, if you have your Bibles, open to the book of Genesis. Book of Genesis. We're going to look at various scriptures, but we're going to start in Genesis chapter 1 in verse 26 for a message entitled Celebrating Moms. I don't always do messages if it's a holiday. Sometimes I just keep in the text, but... Lord has something for us today with these different texts so let's ask him to reveal it to us Father you are so good to us we just ask based off of your grace and your mercy and your desire to teach us that you would help us to understand what you have for us today Lord let it be applied to every person that is able to hear Lord we love you we thank you Lord, we do celebrate your creation, your design, the mom. Lord, I pray that every mom would feel loved and uplifted. Lord, that she would be convinced how valuable she is because she is your design. Lord, bless us. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So Genesis chapter 1, starting verse 26 through 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. What I want us to get from this text right here is when God said, be fruitful and multiply, motherhood is God's design. And if you think about it, for over 7,000 years, every mom is a part of an unbroken chain of motherhood. Think about this. There has never been a time since creation until now that a mom didn't exist. Moms, you are a part of God's plan. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at scripture and we're just going to look at moms in the scripture. And my heart is this, is that There's so many different things I could do to apply the text to you. We can look at it, but today the hope is that God applies the text to you. I'm simply going to read passages about moms. And my hope is and my desire is that God knows exactly what you're going through and God knows exactly what He wants to show you in that text. So please turn to Exodus chapter 1, verse 15. Then the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of, one of whom was named Shiprah and the other Pu, when they serve as midwife to the Hebrew women and you see them on the birthstool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. Look down in verse 22. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, Every son that is born to the Hebrews you shall cast into the Nile, but you shall let every daughter live. Look in chapter 2, verse 1. Now a man from the house of Levi went and took his wife, a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. When she could hide him no longer, she took for him a a basket made of bulrushes and dabbed it with bitumen and pitch. She put the child in It and placed it among the reeds by the river bank. And his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while her young women walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her servant woman and she took it. When she opened it, she saw the child and behold, the baby was crying She took pity on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sisters said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? So get this, Moses' sister is talking to Pharaoh's daughter and saying, hey, that child that you have, do you want me to go get a nurse for you? Look at what God does. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the girl went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me. And I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. When the child grew older, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her a son. She named him. Moses, because she said, I drew him out of the water. Turned up, Genesis chapter 21. Starting in verse 1. The Lord visited Sarah, and as he had said, and the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham, a son in his old age, at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son, who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. Moms, I hope God is ministering to you through these verses Look at Genesis chapter 25. Starting in verse 20. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Armean of Padan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Armian, to be his wife. And Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren and the lord granted his prayer and rebecca his wife conceived rebecca she conceived jacob and esau look at genesis chapter 30 starting in verse 22 then god remembered rachel God never forgets. And God listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph. Now turn to the New Testament, the book of Luke, chapter 1. Moments as you're turning there, understand that you are in a special line. You are part of God's design and you share something very special with these women. Luke chapter 1, verse 5 The days of Herod, king of Judah, or Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah. And he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now while he was serving his priest... For he will be great before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or strong drink. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn away the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the disobedient to the wisdom to the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. Look at verse 18. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand at the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day of these things take place because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah and they were wondering at his delay in the temple and when he came out he was unable to speak to them and they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple and he kept making signs to them and remained mute. So think about this, all you Elizabeths, your husband comes out He can't talk. He sees something. Verse 23. And when his time of service was ended, he went to his home after these days. His wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. Look at Luke one fifty-seven as it continues on. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son and her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called his name Zachariah after his father. But his mother answered, No, his name shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your relatives is called by this name And they made signs to the father, inquiring what he wanted him to be called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered, and immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, Blessing God. And fear came on their neighbors. And all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid them at their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. Let's pray, Father, you are so good to us. Lord, as we continue to read these scriptures, I just pray for every mom that is hearing this. Lord, you know exactly what is going on in her mind. You know everything about her. Lord, I pray that you would convince her you have a plan, and your plan is perfect. Lord, I pray that she would understand that she is in an unbroken chain for over 7,000 years of motherhood. Lord, and she is blessed. She is part of your design. And Father, now as we read this next verse, I pray that you would help us to grasp what the moms of today and the mom of this scripture have in common. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn to Luke chapter 1 verse 26. who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Look at verse 3 of chapter 2 in Luke. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. moms. Motherhood is God's design. And if you think about this, to have a mom, to to have a child, to become a mom is a miracle. I mean, when you look at creation, understand that it's a miracle. And all of these women for over 7,000 years You have in connection, you've experienced the same things of maybe sore feet. Different kinds of taste buds for a short time. You think about what Mary went through. You and Mary have something in common. You know what it's like to carry a child for nine months. Moms, you are blessed. We honor you. And as Mary bore a child who was to come into the world and break the curse of sin, the separation that we have between us and our father, she was a part of that. Elizabeth was a part of bringing John the Baptist into this world. And if you look at woman after woman after woman, God used them and mom, God uses you because none of us would be here if it weren't for you. And so I want to say this. I hope that you find value in motherhood. I'm going to read to you a psalm. So turn to Psalm 139. Before I read this, in every message, I always want to make sure if there's anybody with us that doesn't know Christ, that they know why we gather. They know why we study God's word. They know why we love each other. It's because Jesus Christ has set us free. The Bible says this, that Jesus came to this earth. He lived a perfect life. He died on a cross Paying the penalty for our sin and the Bible says this is that if we confess our sins we believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead that we'll be saved and so I know this is not the typical service that we have but I, as I pray this is, will be our invitation time so worship team you just stay where you're at this is our time of invitation. And what I'm going to do I'm inviting you right where you're at that if you are alienated between you and God that you haven't been forgiven for your sins. The Bible says this, that to believe in the Son, believe that He is who He says He is and that He has the power to forgive Pray with me, Father, Lord, if there's anyone in here that doesn't know you, I pray that right now they would believe in their heart that Jesus is God and that Jesus can forgive them of sin, Lord, and that they would cry out to you and ask you for forgiveness, And, Father, as we're going to conclude with this psalm, I pray that every mom would feel this connection with other moms and even a connection with the mother of our Savior. Father, I pray that moms would feel loved and special every day because they are your design. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me read you this psalm. Psalm 139. I'm going to read 1 through 14. This is a psalm of David. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my past and my lying down and are acquainted with my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The light, the night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. Listen to this, moms. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Moms, thank you. Thank you for what you've done with us, for us. Now, worship team, if you could come up here. Moms, you have an awesome role in God's creation today, and we celebrate you, and we thank you. We celebrate our God who designed you. And so if everyone will stand with me, We're going to worship the Lord with this last song. And so if your mom is already with the Lord, my hope is that you're thanking the Lord for a godly mother. If your mom is here, my hope is that you've already told her thank you and that you love her. There's a quote by Abraham Lincoln that said, No man is poor who has a godly mother. We all know that. And so as we worship, I just ask you to worship the God who made your mother.